I think we could just talk about. I have Probably playoffs, can't we? Yeah, I'm pulling up the playoff picture here, and we'll we'll just get in to that because there's a lot of different scenarios that have you know come about these past few weeks. Because mm-hmm. first of all, now the Lions, who are on like what a six game win streak, yeah, yeah, now have them a and the Seahawks are tied right outside the right outside the playoff picture at seven yeah. and seven. Okay, well that's yeah, that's huge. I mean, Detroit. First of all, Dan Dan Campbell, awesome head coach. Um, I'm sure I've expressed that many of times, but mm-hmm. you know that team's balling right now, dude. I mean, they kind of struggled against the Jets, but the Jets have a strong defense, so they still ended up getting the W. Um, yeah, as of now, they're they're outside of the picture. There's in that seven and seven. Because the Commanders are seven six and one, and they're holding that seven seed right now, and then the Giants have the six seed at eight five and one. So it looks like it's going to come down to most likely the Commanders, and it's going to come down to the Commanders, Seattle, the Lions, maybe the Packers still have a chance even. Yeah, I I would say the Seahawks are out of it. I wouldn't put them in there because they have the Chiefs and the Jets to play. Uh, Chiefs almost lost to Houston, though. Yeah, I'm not saying those aren't winnable games, but in terms of, well, I don't know. Gino Gino's been getting bullied around a little bit by some of these defenses. I feel like his confidence has gone down. The Lions play the Panthers, the Bell, the Bears, and the Packers. I feel like that's an easier schedule than what the Seahawks have. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, that William Packers and I. Exactly. William and I were talking last night that if Detroit made the playoffs, Detroit would probably go down in flames. I mean, <laughs> I, I spe- and if they won a game, you know, just just forget about it. We'll have to. <laughs> they'd know. have to. They'd have to become. They'd have to get out of Detroit. They'd yeah, have to they'd, I don't know, become like the, the Tor- Toronto Lions because like that, they'd have to move. There's no way they could stay in town after it's been you know nuked or bombed or whatever. I mean, I don't think there's a city that's more deserving of having, you know, a playoff team like Detroit because all their teams suck because not only have the Lions, you know, I don't even know if they've ever won a playoff game. Um, Not only do they they suck, you have the Red Wings, their hockey team, which has been, you know, historically bad for a while now. And then you have the Tigers, their baseball team, who also sucks. And then the Detroit Pistons, their NBA team, which is also just – they're bad. And their, you know, up-and-coming star, Cade Cunningham, is out for the year this year now. So, it's like Detroit has, just has nothing going for them except the Lions right now. And it's it's about time for that city. And I think – I'm hoping Dan Campbell and the boys make him proud because they're playing well these past few weeks. They're looking good. Dan Campbell would be a national hero. I mean, uh, it's 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 just crazy to think about. Just just when you think of Lions, you think of wasted careers, wasted time, wasted you know, just playoff or just an NFL team. But right. dang, they are they're they're moving, and with their schedule, it is possible to move into it. Because again, the Seahawks have a little a tough of a schedule. The Packers they play the Dolphins next up, and then they also have that Lions game, which will be huge. And then they play the Vi- uh yeah, the Vikings. So. Jeez. Packers are going to really have to show that they – if they win all three of these games, I'd say that they deserve the spot, but we'll see. I I've see, uh, I don't know if they'll be able to beat – because they got to play Minnesota and Miami. I think they could beat Miami. I mm-hmm. don't think Miami is as strong as, you know, we initially thought up until this point. Um, Tua has had a couple, couple off games. He hasn't looked very good, um, but – I don't know if they could take down Minnesota again. I don't. And they could take so. down a red hot Detroit team. So. Exactly. So the Packers very they they maybe have like a 05 percent chance of making the playoffs here. I think out of the Commander Seahawks and Lions, I think. Well, what does the Commander schedule look like? They play the Forty ers this week, don't they? They do. 
Yeah, I don't. They're they I don't think they're winning that game. <laughs> I I doubt that. I think Brock Purdy, which is a whole nother thing we're gonna talk about. Cause... so the Commanders play the Niners, the Browns, and finish off with the Cowboys. Uh yeah, dude. Detroit might fucking make these playoffs. <laughs> and then and then you you look at the the Giants, who come in. They play they play the Vikings. And then they play the Colts and the Eagles. So the Vikings and the Eagles, um, I don't, Ooh. you know, anything can happen, but whatever. And then the Colts, I mean. They have I to just... win at least one of those games. Yes, yes. Those, I mean, the Colts are their best bet, but if they can pull a sneaky one over the Vikings or the Eagles, I think it'll, as long as they also win that Colts game, it'll solidify their, their playoffs. Right. I think either way, once the Giants make the playoffs, See, they'll make the playoffs and they'll have to play. Uh, fucking like as of now, the 49ers. Mm-hmm. They're so I, they're getting smoked that game. <laughs> yeah. So as of now, only five teams have been technically eliminated, and those are the Texans, the Bears, the Broncos, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Huh. That's funny that the Broncos have been eliminated. God, what a shocker. Um. But yeah, I mean. I mean, this is the and the NFC side's interesting because you still have the NFC South with the five and nine Saints, five and nine Falcons, oh my and then the gosh. Bucks are six and eight. So I, I mean, does, so, come on, I mean, so come on. If if the team who makes it in out of that division loses ten games, let's say the Buccaneers finish the year seven and ten, and they end up being on top of that division, they will be the first team in history, I believe, to go into the playoffs with double digit losses. Yes, because I think the Seahawks made it seven and nine that year. Yeah, one. they were seven and nine that year when uh, beat the Beast Quake happened. The re- the reigning Saint champions, <laughs> y'all can suck it. But yeah, I it's this is it's going to be incredible. But the funny thing is, is is if anyone even has a shot of winning a game out of there, it's still the Bucks. Even if they lose ten games on the season, right. I still wouldn't quite count them out. Yeah, cause, first of all, I don't see the Panthers. The Panthers, I'm pretty sure they have to. They have to play the Bucks again, mm-hmm. right? First of all, uh, I mean they beat them the first time, but I don't see them beating them again. Panthers or not? Look, I got to see the Panthers live. All right, I saw them. I saw them play the Steelers with my own eyes. They're not a good team. <laughs> like if they, if you stop their run game, they are piss poor. They are awful. Their defense isn't going to be able to stop you. Um, like they're they have no business being in the playoffs, and I don't think they're going to take down the Bucks again. And it's just hard. It's hard. I know they're sitting at six and eight right now, and I know we're looking at the Bucks, and it's like, okay, this is like his the historically the worst offense Brady has ever been on. But that you have to think that there's no way Tom, Tom Brady isn't losing to Sam Darnold, Desmond Ritter, and Andy fucking Dalton. <laughs> That's not happening. There's no way. I refuse to believe it. And the thing is, the Bucks, I, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be the four seed. And they're most likely going to play Dallas in uh, that wild card matchup because I don't see – obviously, if Dallas lost out and the Giants won out, then the Giants could take that spot. But it looks like Dallas is probably going to have that five seed. So, mm-hmm. they'll play Tampa Bay in the first round. And, you know, Cowboys, past few years, you know, they can't get out the first round. So Brady could could very well win that fucking game. Look, I think the Buccaneers are making the playoffs. Maybe, maybe the Saints. Falcons aren't. Falcons have already thrown the white flag. They have no business being in here. They they're starting Ritter now. It doesn't matter. Um, I guess the Saints still have a chance statistically. You get maybe you get Marshawn Lattimore back, and I don't know if he's back already. Again, I haven't been paying attention to the Saints at all. But their offense isn't good. And their defense is. About as mid as it gets this year, so they have no business being there. And like I said, with the Panthers, they just fucking suck. So Panthers' remaining schedule. I mean, if I'm a Panthers fan, I would just go ahead and throw in the towel and get a get a pick. You know, go ahead and. Dude, just... if I'm a Panthers fan, I'm tanking for fucking anyone. <laughs> Look, dude, we want Stroud, we want Levis, we want Bryce Young, we want one of those guys. I, I think if you're a Panthers fan, you want a quarterback, right? Yeah, because clearly because they brought in what like three or four. Actually, they brought in like what like five over the past three years. Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, Baker, PJ, and uh, 
Oh, I'm forgetting one. Teddy. Teddy Bridgewater. Right. Actually, I mm, I might take that back because you you have Matt Corral and he'll be That's assuming true. he'll be healthy next year. Maybe you want to rock with him or Darnold, whoever you want to go with. And you know, honestly, maybe the Panthers will probably have. I don't know. We're sitting here, maybe. I don't know what pick. Potentially top five. That, they, yeah. They'll have a top ten pick. Probably so six at most. Pick. Yeah. Uh-huh. They'll have a top ten pick, and they may be in position to get a guy like Will Anderson or Jalen Carter or maybe a better O lineman too. Because um, I'm gonna be honest, Ika Mekwanu has not been working out so far this year, so that you know isn't isn't good. <laughs> so they may need an O lineman too. But, but, I mean, you look at their remaining schedule, they've got the Lions, who are pushing for the playoffs. You've got the they're... Bucks who are pushing for the playoffs. And then you've got the Saints, who I don't know what they're doing. Oh, and then geez. you go over to the, the Saints schedule, and they play the Browns, the Eagles, and the Panthers. I mean, it's, the Bucks just have the favorable just, – just everything. I mean, oh, I – Look, Brady's going to make the fucking playoffs, oh, yeah. and he's going to take down the Cowboys – and then the Cowboys are going to fire Mike McCarthy because Jerry Jones is going to get pissed that he's not yet again another first-round exit despite having, you know, the best defense in the league and having all these weapons on offense. They're going to fucking lose. McCarthy's going to get fired. They're going to bring in someone else. Who knows? Fucking Lincoln Riley this time or Dabo Sweeney. Who knows? Who knows what the Cowboys have up their sleeve? Hell, dude, they may send over first-round picks for Mike Tomlin. Apparently, that's what the Panthers might do. That's a rumor going around now. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, whatever works at this point. But yeah, for the for the NFC side, I'm I'm going to keep those top four seeds the same. I'm mm-hmm. not going to change any of that. I I'm, agree. I'm I'm going to keep um, wild card wise. Cowboys are probably going to take the wild card. I think the Eagles have secured that division. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it leaves the Giants and the Commanders. Um. I've uh, let's see here. As much as I, I do, these these two teams are mysteries. You know, you you don't know where you're getting out of them because again, the Giants are playing the Vikings and the Eagles. They lose both those games; they're potentially out. If the Commanders lose their games, which they've got uh, the Niners coming up and everything, so I would put I would put the Lions in there. I would probably take the Commanders out, and then if the Seahawks can beat the Chiefs, I would say that that would give us momentum into the Jets game. So I would I would say the Seahawks don't make it and the Giants take the seventh seed. Okay. Or or the or the sixth seed. And so Lions so Lions will go in, commanders are out. That's my <laughs> NFC guess. So wait, so Seattle they have to play Kansas City, the Jets, and what's the other team they play? Uh Rams, I believe. I think okay, so I, I think, think here. Seattle, let me let me go ahead and look. I think Seattle could finish nine and eight. Yeah, our last game's the Rams. Okay, I think Seattle and Detroit could finish nine and eight. And I don't, I don't think the Commanders are gonna. They're gonna drop some games here. There, I definitely think they're gonna drop the uh, San Francisco game. They're gonna drop the San Francisco game. They'll be seven and seven, and it's gonna come down to Seattle and Detroit. This week to see who sneaks in the playoff picture just for this week, um, and it, I think it'll be Detroit. I think we'll see Detroit as a seventh seed for the next few weeks. I, I don't agree, know. Yeah. I think Seahawks. The Seahawks could potentially string out. Uh, now I think they could get at least two of these wins. However, if they pull out a win against the Chiefs, and that is massive, because I th- I think they could beat the Jets, and I'm confident they could beat the Rams. The reason I don't think we're going to make it is because, first off, our run game or our our uh, run defense is is bad. Now, the Chiefs are a passing team. All right, we are really bad at stopping tight ends. You throw the best tight end in the game out on the field, what are we supposed to do? I mean, Ryan Neal's not going to cover him. I mean, I mean Ryan Neal's got, got I, I don't know, it's like a top 10 maybe safety defensive performance by PFF, whatever that, you know. You can take PFF as a joke or serious, whatever you want. Regardless, he's 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 not bad, but he's nowhere near going to – I mean, he's going to get left in the dust by Kelsey. You know, Quandre's not a man a man safety. Uh, uh, who's the other guy? Mike Jones, I think, is the – or jo- Josh Jones might be our, our safety three because Adams isn't playing this year. So, no, we don't have anybody unless – 
unless we test some stuff out and throw Kobe Bryant on him, I, Kelsey's gonna gonna catch all over us. I mean, I'm putting Kelsey at, at probably 120 yards on us because our our pass defense isn't isn't the worst. It's not the best, but tight ends is is where we hurt. And then you got Pacheco, who's who's got explosiveness to him, and our run defense is again atrocious. I mean, they could they could run all over us, and they could probably pass all over us if Kelsey's their main target, which it most likely is, considering he's what top five in receiving yards. So. Right. Okay. So you know, maybe maybe Seattle doesn't win that game. But yeah, I don't. I just. I just. I just don't <laughs> see it because Kenneth Walker, as well, has been struggling with his little injury. O line's been starting to fall apart. I mean, I mean, our O line's exhausted, dude. I mean, because again, we've got two rookies on that line, and then the other guys aren't very good. We're constantly uh, switching out Gabe Jackson, who's probably seeing the end of his career on the Seahawks because he's just he just can't keep up anymore. I was excited when we got him, but I think his times his times coming up. And then uh, Austin Blith is just, again, anyone who's listening probably doesn't know who he is, and that's exactly why. It's because he sucks. So our our O-line, it just hasn't been holding for Kenneth. And if we can't run, it leaves us to pass. And if we pass, you know we're either throwing a jump ball to DK or Tyler Lockett's going to get his his annual 50-yard catch, and then you won't see him for the rest of the game. Well, he's hurt too, isn't he? He he has – he broke his finger – and it said that he was slated to miss one game. Now, I don't think – I think that that – it said that he was able to come back after missing just one game. So, actually, yeah, he won't play against the Chiefs because he did play – because it was sustained against the Niners. So, so we don't have him. So, then Marquise Goodwin comes in. Marquise has been playing really well, actually, for us. But we don't have a third guy. I mean, we can switch in Will Disley, Noah Fant, Kobe Parkinson, whoever we want – I just don't think we have the firepower to keep up. Well, if the Texans almost did it, so that's something to look forward to. <laughs> Without Brandon Cooks or Nico Collins. Yeah, with long-ass neck Davis Mills, who ended up fumbling in overtime and just threw the game away. But, look, I mean, I anything, a, anything's possible, yeah. If I, I had to make I a pr- final prediction for the NFC, I'd go what it is right now with Eagles, Vikings, Niners, Bucks, Cowboys. I do th- – I think – I'm confident in the Giants. I think the Giants may be able to finish 10-6-1. I think they'll win two of those games. I think they could win that Philadelphia game because it will be last game of the year, and Philadelphia may be sitting a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. But that is wishful thinking. And I, I'm i going to say Detroit. I think Detroit, they're red hot. They have a relatively – I don't want to say easy schedule, but they have a, a easier favorable schedule. schedule. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I like Detroit in that seventh spot. And that that would just be awesome. Like, I just want to see Detroit in the seventh spot. But, look, knowing the NFL and how crazy shit gets, we'll see Green Bay sneak into that spot. <laughs> we'll see Green Bay sneak into that spot, and the fucking Falcons will be the four seed. Who knows? Uh, it's it's you, you, you can never guess. That's the thing. Luckily, on the AFC side, it's a little more, I'd say, cemented maybe. Well, the AFC, it, now, let me tell you about the South. The South is a fucking mess. Yeah. See, this is, this is what's happening in each division. All right, so, for one seed, Bills, um, I think They're the Bills in. will finish with the one seed. I feel like the Chiefs are going to drop another game. Um, I think the Bills could win out here. I think Bills have one seed. Chiefs two, I think Bengals will end up winning the North because the Ravens are having another one of their you know late season meltdowns, and with Lamar being hurt, we saw how bad that offense was against uh, Cleveland this past weekend. So I think I think definitely think Baltimore will still make the playoffs, but um, you know they they're not going to win the North. Uh, Titans are at the four seed right now, and the AFC South is an absolute fucking mess because the Colts still. Mathematically, can make the playoffs. First of all, um, oh boy. the the Jaguars are sitting at six and eight. So if they get a W this week and uh, Tennessee loses, both teams will be seven and eight. I don't know who has that tiebreaker, but still, Jacksonville has a very good chance of making these playoffs. And honestly, the rate they're playing, that comeback they just had against Dallas, they deserve it. Trevor Lawrence is looking awesome. Uh, the defense is looking solid in the second half. Uh, they're looking solid all around. Five seeds, Baltimore. Baltimore is probably going to stay around the five, the seven seed. They may like end up choking and like finishing nine and eight, but I think they'll probably end up finishing like eleven and six. 
10 and 6, something like that. Chargers, Chargers looking like they're actually going to finally make it this year. I think they just look, they can't lose out these games, and they, I don't think they will. I don't know what their schedule looks like, but I highly doubt they'll, you know, if they if they end up going 8 and 9 and fucking choking this away, then that'd be hilarious. Now, Miami is 8 and 6. Obviously, you know, they they haven't been looking too hot these past few weeks. I mean, they they looked okay in the Buffalo game. They put up a great fight, and there's only so much. You know, they were slated to lose that game anyways. They were going into Buffalo. It's snowing. It was, you know, they were having snowballs thrown at them by fucking <laughs> Buffalo fans. That's one of the funniest things I've seen. <laughs> yeah, so they were not slated to win that game. Um. Who's in the hunt here? We got Patriots, Jets, Jags, Raiders, Browns, Steelers, Colts. Okay, so the only reason the Colts can still make it is because of the whole shit that's going on in the AFC South. They won't make it. Um, Steelers, we're fucked. We're not unless you know. I don't think we have we have any tiebreakers. So unless both the Chargers and Dolphins shit the bed and they both like either lose out. Because we don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think we have the tiebreaker for any of those teams because we ended, we lost to the Dolphins early in the year. So, yeah, unless, you know, one of them loses every game. But, you know, still, we can make it. I guess same situation with the Browns and Raiders. Um, Jacksonville, they very much in it with Tennessee. And then Jets and Patriots both sitting at 7-7. Seven and seven. I guess, yeah, they still have a better chance. Uh both those teams really needed to win last week. The Patriots really needed to win, but Jacoby Myers decided, you know, chuck it 20 yards back. Where's the Ch- Chandler Jones? Um, that was yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> poor poor Mike Jones. Worst, what, 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 what could he do? He just looked at Chandler Jones as he's barreling towards him and just <laughs> slowly started to just fall down. Like, well, I feel, bad. Done. I feel bad for Jacoby Myers because Ramondre pitches him the ball back and he, I guess Jacoby's at that point like, oh, I guess we're lateraling this now. We have yeah. to lateral. So he's like, fuck it. Max down there somewhere. Chucks it to him. Ends up right in the hands of Chandler Jones. Which, by the way, still an impressive throw. Like, that was across his body, like, damn near 20 yards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he threw it to the wrong guy. But still, it was kind of impressive. Um, and then Chandler Jones got it, and then poor Mac Jones took a stiff arm right to the face and got dribbled off the ground. It was it, it was interesting to hear the the reports after as each one tried to take the blame for it. You know, Jacoby saying that that he was just trying to do too much, and then Ramondre took the blame, saying that he shouldn't have lateral it to Jacoby, and then Mac Jones was trying to take the blame, saying that he should have made the tackle. So they all they all knew, you know, that they each. They, they all tried to take the blame for it. They weren't, like, just throwing Jacoby under the bus, though, which I thought was kind of cool from a team standpoint. Right, which is nice. I think I don't want to have to blame anybody, but if I really had to blame someone for that, I'd probably blame Ramondre because he didn't need to pitch that shit in the first place. No, no, he didn't because, again, I mean, it was tied. You, you, you get tackled, you run out of bounds, you go to overtime. I mean – Right. If if they were down by a point, you know, sure, lateral away, but I, there's just there's no need for it. And then and then like you mentioned, you know, Jacoby got the idea that oh, this is what we're doing now. You know, right. let's give it to to someone on the other side of the field who's probably got less defenders around them. Surprise, surprise. There's Chandler Jones, and then it just all it all goes downhill. I mean, it's got to be heartbreaking to play 60 minutes or or 60 plus, you know, whatever to watch to watch that game go down like that. Yeah. But. Definitely, definitely gun wrenching. But I think Patriots, for the most part, especially after that loss, they again they sit at seven and seven. They could still make it. Say they went out, but I doubt it. Um, I think the way ah, dude, see, dude, some this is what some weird shit's gonna happen in the Steelers. There's gonna be like the last week. The Steelers are gonna have a chance. It's gonna one be one of those like, three teams need to lose type thing. It's gonna be some bullshit like the Chargers have to lose, the Dolphins have to lose, and they're and they're playing the Cardinals and Bears, and it'll end up fucking happening. <laughs> like it'll be some, like dude, last year we had no business being in the playoff. We needed Jacksonville to beat an Indianapolis team, which all they had to do was beat Jacksonville, who maybe won like three or four games up to that point. Yeah. And Carson Wentz decides to have the worst game of his fucking career, loses that game, and all he had to do was 
not we, we had to count on the Raiders and Chargers to not tie. Here I am <laughs> shitting myself at like eleven thirty at night watching these teams go into overtime and just drain the clock. Thank God. And then the, it, 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 it was there. Well. It was there. The tie was there. The and thing was, is, was it Staley they, who called it? If they would have tied, I would have been so unbelievably pissed off because you guys are division rivals. Why would you guys want to tie? I guess why just would to you secure want, Why would you want each other in the playoffs? Yeah, like I, yeah, it, it makes sense you send the other one to the playoffs too, but for your own benefit, you know. Right, like, you know, like, if that was the Steelers and Ravens in that situation, neither of those teams want one of those teams in the fucking playoffs. Why would you want a division rival in the playoffs? I think that goes for every. Mm-hmm. Like that could, if that was the fucking, you know, Saints and Falcons, the same shit. Like you don't want, you don't want your division rival in the playoffs. That would have made me so upset. But I highly doubt we'll have any of those situations this year. And if it does come to, down to some bullshit like that, and the Steelers are on uh, the other end of it, then I will be, I don't know, flabbergasted because I can't do that again. Even if the Steelers made the playoffs, we'd make it as a seven seed. We'd have to play guess fucking who, Kansas City, again, and we get blown out again. So yeah. It's yeah, it's it's crazy. Um let's see here. Oh I mean Yeah, I don't I don't quite know. I I'll give the Chiefs the one spot. I I say that because the Chiefs play the Seahawks, the Broncos, and the Raiders. And the Bills play the Bears, the Bengals, and the Patriots. So I think the Bills could drop that Bengals game, and I think the Chiefs could win out. Definitely possible. I think they might they might drop that Raiders game. They always have good games against the Raiders. So that's that's, that's my guess is that the Chiefs and the Bills will, will swap. Um, and then and then you scroll down and you look at everybody else. I'm trying. So I'm. Oh dear God. Okay. So we can't. We can't. If you're, if you're a Steelers, Raiders, Browns fan, and I guess Jets and Patriots, don't fucking rely on the Chargers to lose these games. Chargers are probably going to end up at four uh, or five. I mean, they'll prob they'll probably end up eleven and six. I don't see them losing one of these games. They play Indianapolis. On Sunday, then they play the Rams, mm. and then they play the Broncos. Mm. Now yep. they may they they might drop one of those games. Like they may they may lose the Indianapolis game just because they're the fucking Chargers. But I think at like at at the least they're coming out ten and seven, so they're they'll be fine. Now the Dolphins, the Dolphins is oh my god, this situation is so fucked up. There's no way the Steelers make the playoffs. They so they play they play Green Bay, and I think I definitely think Green Bay has a shot of winning that game. But then they have to play the Dolphins play the Patriots, so there's you know huge playoff implications there depending on you know what the Patriots do this next week, and then they play the Jets again, another seven and seven team. And both division rivalry games, so that those are going to be absolute shit shows. Yeah, I don't see a scenario where either the Browns, Steelers, or Raiders somehow sneak in. But look, it'll fucking end up happening. Some bullshit. Okay, so I'm looking at the playoff clinching scenarios. The Bills and the Chiefs are in. Right. Yeah, yeah. It says it says they clinch. Clinches the AFC division title with a Buffalo win or tie, or Miami loses or ties. And then the Bills play the, the Bears. So the Bills have won the division. Um, then you move down to the Bengals. The Bengals clinch a playoff berth with them winning or the Jets losing. The Bengals play the Patriots. So I the, the Bengals are probably going to unleash, unleash – the cannon and just throw around like crazy. Now, Bill Belichick's a defensive-minded coach. He'll probably shut down some of that, but I think it'll be too overwhelming with how many weapons they have. So, I'll, I'd say the Bengals win that, and they go ahead and clinch theirs. Um, oh, dear God. 
the Ravens clinch it with about 10 different possibilities. I don't really want to get into this, but basically let's, let's look for the most basic one. All right. So pretty much if they win, Miami loses and New England loses or uh, the Ravens win, the Dolphins lose and the Jets lose. And then everything okay. else is like ties. You know, oh, they've tied, they win, they win, they, you know, it's, it's all that crap. So just, right. just, just the basics. Baltimore must win, and and the the Dolphins and the Patriots both have to lose, or the Dolphins and the Jets both have to lose. So, so that's how the Ravens get. And the Ravens play the Falcons. Um, the Chargers clinch a playoff. Or, yeah, no, this is ridiculous. Uh, let's see here. The Chargers get in. If they win, the Raiders lose, the Patriots lose, and the Jets lose. Well, the Raiders are definitely losing this weekend. Uh huh. And the Chargers play the Colts. So unless some bullcrap happens, you know, there's that. And then the Patriots play the the Bengals. And then who wow. do the Jets play? Uh, the Jets play the Jags. Okay. So oh the... right, that's the Morrow Knights game. That's going to be good. That's a huge game because I mean, everyone's fighting for the playoffs in that one. So. I don't. I don't know. I'm not going to speak on that Jets and Jags game because that's an anyone game. If Trevor Lawrence throws as he did, you know they've they're in it. But right, and I think looking at the AFC playoff picture right now, the teams that are in it are probably the ones that are going to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe maybe the Chargers bump up to the fifth seed and the Ravens drop down the sixth. That's the only change I would make right now. But I think that. That's most likely how that's going to go. But bearing any crazy shit, like, you know, the Dolphins lose out and, you know. Patriots slip in. Patriots slip in or Browns run out, Steelers run out. I don't know. That's all. That's all. The way it is right now would be mad interesting. I'd actually be fine if it played out the way it is right now because we'd have – the Dolphins play the Chiefs in the wild card. Uh, Chargers and Bengals. So, you know, Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Herbert matchup. And then Ravens and Titans, who, you know, they've had a... A lot of matchups together. They've had they've had a couple ma- a couple playoff matchups, too. Um, and they have a pretty heated rivalry So these past few seasons. So, that'd be cool. But it looks like Tannehill may be out for the year. So, t- Tennessee may be toast. We, we ac- actually might see... Jacksonville in that spot. Shit, dude, we can still see Indianapolis in that spot. Who knows? Like <laughs> Nick dude, Foles is going to resurrect the Colts and take yeah, them. Yeah, Nick Foles is starting. Wouldn't that be some shit that Nick Foles comes in and saves the Colts season and they make the playoffs standing at, what, like 7-9-1? and one? Like some assholes? Speaking of Foles and, and what he's done in the past, the Eagles themselves are facing the same scenario with Gardner Minshew coming in now. With Jalen Hurts having a sprained shoulder, right? So I- we've got we've got two. You know, Gar- Gar- Gardner is probably one of the best backups you can have. He's one of the safest quarterbacks. You know, he'll throw a lot of checkdowns, but he'll have a lot of completions. But but yeah, no. If Nick Foles comes in here and charges Jeff Saturday to the playoffs, you know, I, I mean, Colts, them making the playoffs would be the happiest thing for them. I don't think they they care if they were first round exits. Just well, just making it there. I think well, after what we saw this past you know, week, after the Colts gave up, you know, the biggest comeback of all time. No, that that was on that ride. Nick Foles is different. Don't worry. <laughs> Nick Foles is different. I mean, they. I mean, they scored three points in the second half. They all literally all they needed was like to score like once. <laughs> like to just it's, score one more time, you fucks. I mean, they couldn't do it. It's I, it's crazy how how the NFL works. I mean. Because the Vikings, how many how many points the Vikings have at the half? None. They had, yeah, I think they had zero. I think they had zero at the half. Yeah, they went in the halftime thirty down thirty three nothing. KJ Osborne decided he'd take a turn at, at being the wide receiver one and went out there for like one hundred and seventy yards. Right, he popped off, and obviously Justin Jefferson popped off, and I, they fucking Kirk still threw an interception like late in the second half, mm-hmm. and they still ended up coming back. 
Like, that offense did absolutely nothing. And you could sit there and say, oh, it's because Jonathan Taylor was hurt. I don't give a fuck block, you idiots. Like, come on. <laughs> I think, look. Jeff or or Sat- just, just heave it deep one time and, and hope you catch it. I, I mean. think Jeff Saturday thought he had, you know, you know, a smack-ass game plan. He came in there. You're up 33-0 after halftime. They made no adjustments. And they went out there and got fucking steamrolled in the second half. And they ended up losing in overtime. And I think that just – that game proved that Jeff Saturday is not meant to be a head coach. And, like, like I said – once he was uh, hired as the interim head coach, like it was, it's cool. Like it's it's a cool idea, but this shit ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone owes Bill Cower a huge apology because he was right. Jeff Saturday is ne- in no shape or form deserving to be a head coach. Um, like I said, it was cool. He could be an offensive line coach, but that, jeez. 33 points. The fact he got also, one win is just astonishing. And it's yeah. against the Raiders, which just makes it just all all the much funnier. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Also, uh, Rappaport just tweeted, Geno Smith, a deserved pro bowler. Let's go, baby. Looks looks Let's like... Go. Oh, yeah, they're coming out with the, with the Pro Bowl with stuff. The reports. I bet you our, our annual multi-time Pro Bowler, Nick Ballore. Yeah, Nick Ballore. Shut yeah. up. I knew you were going to say it. Yeah. So he's, a, the, he's a fullback, NFC... a linebacker, punt specialist. Man, put him wherever. He'll, he'll go do it. Taysom yeah, Hill the... before Taysom Hill was here. Don't yeah, worry. he's the greatest player of all time. So and the NFC quarterbacks are as listed. Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. AFC quarterbacks, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. God damn, the AFC ones just absolutely stomp the NFC ones. Like, that's, that's just... It's, it's... Oh, my gosh, it's crazy. That is crazy. Let's see. Uh, let well, well, see. Let's, let's, let's make sure that Nick Bloor made it first before I sit here and talk about how great he is. Oh, they posted a lot of shit on it already. Okay, um, let's see. Tackles, offensive tackles. NFC, Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, Tristan Wurst, well-deserved. AFC, Laramie Tunzel, Teron Armstead, Orlando Brown. I don't know how the fuck Orlando Brown made it, but okay. Yeah, Orlando, has he been hurt, or has he just not been playing well? No, he just sucks. Mm. He sucked at the beginning of the year. I guess he I guess he got better. I don't know. Uh, uh, NFC, you made it, you NFC guards, Zach Martin, expected. Landon Dickerson, Chris Lindstrom, okay. AFC, Joel Batonio, Quentin Nelson. How the fuck did he make it? That offensive line for Indianapolis has been awful. And then Joe Tooney. Okay. And then centers, Jason Kelsey, Frank Ragnow, ex- as expected. Then Creed Humphrey, Mitch Morris, also as expected. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have defensive linemen, or interior linemen, excuse me. NFC, Aaron Donald, Jonathan Allen, Dexter Lawrence. Wow, congrats to Dexter Lawrence. That's well-deserved. Um, AFC, Chris Jones, Quentin Williams, Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, I like that list. That's good. And hey, I Dexter think Lawrence is having a great year. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's all they have out right now. I guess among the notable names left out, Tua led all players in fan voting, didn't make the AFC team. Tua? No, wow. dude. So for the After NFC, these past few games, bro, Tua's mm-hmm. looked dog shit. I don't want to. Well, the reason for that is is because NFL teams are doing the same to him as they did to Russell Wilson the year that he was slinging it to DK and lock it really deep. And, and what they're doing is they're putting high safety looks, so Waddle and Hill can't get above him. That's why he hasn't been looking good because he's been struggling against like cover four, cover two man deep safety, you know, stuff like that because he can't. He's now he can get the ball to the receivers, but I don't place him as the best place ball, you know, ball placement. You know, I don't think he's going to hit right over the shoulder in a in like a quick little window. I so think, I think Tua just doesn't have any. When I watch Tua, there's not enough zip on his passes. There's not. He doesn't have like the that, arm strength for it. Like that's what makes you know. Now, obviously, guys like Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert, that shit's like inhuman. Like yeah. You no can. one should be able that. to do the shit that they're doing. But I just think Tua lobs it up too much. And, like, his accuracy is really good. But I think – I don't know. Tua just doesn't got it, dude. There's, there's some games where I watch Tua and I'm like, all right, Tua's really fucking good. And then there's other games where I'm like, what is he doing? 
it's 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 these deep safety looks. He can't because because their entire game plan is to chuck it deep to their two you know incredibly fast receivers, and if you can't do that, right. kind of falls apart. Now Mostert's been picking it up on on the ground, but I mean there can only be so much done. Well, he has a good matchup on Christmas Day playing against a Green Bay Packers defense that hasn't been very good all year, so you know he definitely has that going for him. Um, so we shall see. Um. All right, so I got the NFC one pulled up. We've got Hertz, Smith, and Cousins, as we mentioned. Uh, for the running back, we've got uh, Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders, and guess who the third one is? If you haven't seen it already, um, hold on, I'm gonna get this. Jamal Williams, Tony Pollard, baby. Really? Yeah, he made it. What? Tony, Tony Pollard's Pollard. had a good year, but. Okay. Well, well, considering they didn't use him quite as much in the first of the season, and now he's already at, what, 961 rushing yards in the short right. time that he... he's been at the helm? Yeah. Okay. So that's, I'll give him – That's cool. I'll give him that. That's cool. Uh, right. For the fullback, it's, you know, the bum Kyle Yushvac. Um, <laughs> you move over to wide receiver, you got Justin Jefferson. Makes right, sense. A.J. A- Brown. Mm-hmm. CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there are other guys who could be up there. Uh, Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Uh, tight end. You've got George Kittle. Yeah. And TJ Hawkinson. Is that really it? Is that all they can fucking? I guess that's the only choice they had. Yeah, the, the NFC doesn't really, doesn't really cast <laughs> that's, anybody. That's the only choice they fucking had, huh? Uh, offensive tackle. You've got Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, Tristan Wirfs, as you mentioned. Right. Uh, offensive guard, Zach Martin. As always, I mean, right. is, it's Zach Martin who has what more Pro Bowls and holding penalties or sacks allowed? Which Probably, dude, he's fucking insane. And then you've got Landon Dickerson from the Eagles and Chris Lindstrom from the Falcons. Yeah, I I, I like those. I think those make sense. Uh, for center, you've got you know the probably the best in the game in Jason Kelsey. You've got Frank Ragnall. Notice how half that fucking O line is on the Eagles. The Eagles team, I think they have. They have a guy at each position besides, you know, obvious uh, the fullback. Dude, they and, probably and the have 22 end. guys in that shit. Let's see here. All right. So if you look at offense alone, there's one, two, three, four, five. There's six on the offense alone. Okay. Well, so then, so, so then we move over to the defense. Defensive end Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, Demarcus Lawrence. Oh, D Law made it. He's had a good year. I, 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 I don't. I don't did know. He, did he start off slow? Because I know he was being criticized in the beginning. I don't know. I don't remember. I, he he I only has like six I sacks. Him a lot more this year, though. He has six sacks on the season. I guess he's been good in the run game, dude. <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> he convinced somebody to vote for him. He must have some turnovers or some some forced uh, Interior lineman, you've got Aaron Donald. You know, of course, Jonathan Allen, Dexter Lawrence. Um, outside linebacker, you've got Micah Parsons, Zadarius mm-hmm. Smith. Inside middle linebacker, Fred Warner and Demario Davis. At the cornerback spot, you've got Darius Slay, another Eagle, Trevon Diggs, Jair Alexander, and Tariq Woolen. Hmm. And then you move on to free safety. Quandre Diggs is the only one who made it. Which I... What? Yeah, as a Seahawks fan, you're telling not... me there wasn't another fucking free safety in the <laughs> NFC that could have. As as a Seahawks fan, I would not have voted him in. I mean, I understand he had two picks against the Raiders, but as a guy who has had five picks in three years in a row, and both of his picks were, I mean, let's be honest, a little a little lucky, a little right place. Right? He has not played well this season, or at least not well enough. Um. I wouldn't put is Gardner in is Gardner Johnson a strong safety or like does it fucking matter? He didn't. He's not listed. See, that's ridiculous. Maybe know, he didn't oh, opt for it or something. Is that is that an option? I know you he can't after you even voted in. I don't. I don't. Know. He he. I I have a buddy who's an Eagles fan. And he was talking about CJ Gardner. I think he. It's is only hurt. fucking H- Hufanga. You could have threw Hufanga, Hufanga in there. Oh, I was for strong safety. Say. Okay, good. Buda Baker and Hufanga made it for strong safety. Okay, yeah, Buda Baker, that's good. Long snapper Andrew DePaulo, Viking. Uh, okay, 
whatever, dude. <laughs> Punter. Congrats. Punter is Trustway for the Make, Washington Commanders. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker makes it every year. Uh, uh, for their kicker, it's Jason Myers, who I, I guess yeah. he's had a decent no, enough year. That's that's deserving. Uh, I guess it was last year he missed a good bit, and then the year before that, I think he went seventeen of seventeen or something like that. Uh, he did. He's a god. Who's that? Retur- what's that? What's the return specialist look like? Because this is, I would assume you- Cordell Patterson. It's not. Okay, hold on. Who do you who do you think it is? Hold on. Oh man. Oh. Uh, fuck. Because I gotta go through like each of these fuckers. Is it NF- the guy on the Vikings? No, it's NFC East. NFC East. Oh my god. Oh wait, it's is it uh, is it? It's not Turpin, is it? It is. What? Why? Has he got I a don't touchdown? Know. <laughs> he, okay, he he made like two fuck. He made like two cool kick returns in the preseason. And then motherfuckers was like, you know what? Give him the award. I mean, Patterson is very deserving. Broke the put him in there. Well, that Vi- that guy in the Vikings, Kene. I'm not gonna even Kene, try his no, last no, name. No, but... no, no, Wangu or something. He's like their halfback. <laughs> That's gotta be racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, dude, he's about as fast as it gets. There. Yeah, they could do him in there. I speaking of return specials, I'm happy with the Seahawks returner. We're throwing a guy in there who's come off of practice squad, and he's gotten I think four kick returns over thirty yards off of like six kicks. I mean, he's he's been who's, zooming. Who's your returner? Uh, it's it's a hard name to pronounce. I think it's um. Well, it can't be any harder than the Vikings guy because <laughs> Seahawks <laughs> roster. Um. I typed in Seahawks roster and Geno Smith is on here. <laughs> that pops up. Like, listen, guys, he's not our whole team. I like him, but come that on. Is, that he is the team. Geno's the team at this point. Um, let's see. I know he plays halfback, but he's not listed as a halfback. All right. So the Seahawks site hasn't updated it. Let, if, let's see if I can just type in his name or something. Seahawks, here, let's just type in Seahawks returner. Because we took we took him off the practice squad. We brought him in a game. He did really really well. He Is it Laquan Treadwell? No, hmm. no. It's um. Was about uh, it's something. It's just like I. It's like I don't know. It's a foreign name. This is the problem. Oh, it's Godwin Igwebuke or something. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. Godwin I G W E B U I K E. He okay. has. He has put uh, – he's done really well. Let's see if I can type in his – I'm just going to copy and paste his name. I'm not even going to bother. Um, let's see. He is 28. He's a running back. Um, it's, not, it's not quite telling me what his stats are. But I know for the few kick returns he had, he put it up about the 35-40 for each, for each return. He's, uh, he's, he's very quick. Dude, just tell me. Look, I mean, like, I've been stalling for so long. Please, just, 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 okay, okay, okay. Returning, okay. So he has six returns for 187 yards. Oh, wow. So, so he's averaging 31 yards a return off, off of six returns, which isn't a huge sample size, but I mean, e- each one has been about 30. It's not like he had 150 and then a bunch of 10s or something. Like, it's, it's all been in the 30s. So he's right. he's he's brought a spark to us since I guess Tyler Lockett got too old to get back there. But right, all right, I got the the AFC Pro hey. Bowlers. All right, let's go do up. this. All right, so quarterback like like we already mentioned, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. You know, makes sense. Maybe you mm-hmm. could argue Joe Burrow between Herbert and Tua, whatever. Um, running back, Nick Chubb. Of course, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs mm-hmm. and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, okay, yeah, that's a very okay. that's a very solid group right there. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And then fullback, yeah, fat ass Patrick Ricard, <laughs> of course. All right, wide wide receiver, you have uh, Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, yep, Jamar Chase. That's a hell of a group. The AFC is going. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I think Jamar Chase is kind of surprising because he was hurt for so long, but obviously it is Jamar Chase. So yeah, I mean I, that I is. Would, I would still say he deserves to be there. 
just just these three position groups alone have already beat the the NFC. Because like I don't I don't know who you'd replace Jamar Chase with. Um, out of the AFC, I would take nobody. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of guys. Mike 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 Williams maybe, but he no, he was put hurt. The, he, he's been hurt and hasn't put the stats up. Maybe Jalen. Maybe Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Yeah, you could throw him in there, but I feel like they wanted a little bit of diversity, probably. Right. You don't want two Dolphins receivers in there. Nah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's maybe, maybe Kirk, Pittman. Christian Kirk? Nah. Not Pittman. Christian Kirk, Pittman. though. Christian maybe could Kirk. argue Christian Kirk in there. Dude, speaking of the Jags, Zay Jones has been putting on the show. That motherfucker, too. just for no reason. It's a pop off, and I'm here for it. <laughs> All right, tight end. Um, I mean, you could you could guess this shit. Travis Kelsey, Kelsey and Andrews. Andrews. Yeah, yeah, like who else are gonna throw in there? Maybe Waller's Fryer Waller, but he's he's not been good this year. I think if you had to throw in a third guy, I think you'd say Fryermith. But mm, yeah, maybe Everett, maybe. Yeah, you want to reach a little bit? Fucking Gerald. All right, offensive <laughs> tackle: Larry Tunzel, Teron Armstead, Orlando Brown. Again, don't know how to fuck Orlando Brown made it on there, but congrats, buddy. Uh, offensive guard: Batonio, Quentin Nelson, Joe Tooney. Center: Creed Humphrey, Mitch Morse. All right, Creed Humphrey is a hell of a center, dude. He is. He is very good. All right, defense. Here we go. Defensive end. This is where Jackson Wilson starts to get pissed off. Crosby. Yep, Max Crosby, Miles Garrett, and Trey Hendrickson. All right. Trey Hendrickson, okay. It's that, nice that, to see I he think, gets a little bit of recognition, but I think I think, I think that makes sense. Interior lineman, we went over this. Chris Jones, Quentin Williams, Jeffrey Simmons. I like that three. Um, very deserving. Um, I would have liked to see Cam Hayward, but you know, Mike, whatever. Outside linebacker, Matt Judon. Judon. Khalil Mack. And somehow, some fucking way. Despite missing over half the year, TJ Watt's happy ass is Oh, here. yeah. <laughs> uh, Well-deserved. I don't care what anybody says. Inside linebacker, Roquan Smith. Okay. Roquan. All right. CJ Mosley. Cornerback. CJ Mosley? Yeah, CJ Mosley. I, well, I guess. He's had a good year. I don't know who else you'd throw in there. Yeah, I guess. Um... Cornerback, Sauce Gardner, Pat Sertan, Marlon Humphrey, Xavier Howard. That's a good that's a good group right there. Uh definitely. Free safety, there's one. Obviously it's the best safety in the league, Mika Fitzpatrick to bait a wall. Uh strong safety, Derwin James, of course, and uh Jordan Poirier. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Long snapper, in case anyone's into that shit. Morgan Cox from the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who sits down and is like, all right, we've got sixteen teams to pick from. Who's the best snapper? This this long snapper's fucking fire, guys. Starts start, starts putting on tape. I don't know. That was a little sloppy. A little bit to the left. I can't can't vote for you, buddy. Uh, punter Tommy Townsend for the Chiefs. I don't know how the fuck he made it, considering the Chiefs punt maybe like twice a game. Yeah, I was about to say, what about that Broncos punter? I mean, that dude's dude, put that's on what a show. I'm fucking saying, how is Corliss Waitman not not the Pro Bowl punter? That motherfucker's an All Pro. He punt. He's on the field over half the time. He's on the field more than Russell Wilson is. And his I don't and his understand his punt average is is pretty good. I mean, when, when you when you you know when you actually that's kick it the in biggest game. snub I've seen so far. I think the By biggest snub I've seen so far was Corliss Waitman not being a fucking Pro Bowl punter. I I put Corliss at two. I think Nick Ballore is number one. I don't I don't know. That could just be me. But okay, uh, place kicker Justin Tucker. Who would have fucking thought? Justin Tucker Return specials needs like an award oh, yeah, above Hall of Fame. Like you know, like so we have we have yeah, dude. He's Justin Tucker's in his own category. Um, so we have return specialist and then the one special teamer. I'll let you guess the return specialist. Return specialist AF. They wouldn't put, um, Mar- would they put Marcus Jones in there? No, but that's a good guess. I think, I think Marcus Jones is deserving of that spot. Marcus but Jones, they did not. Dude, he's a hell of a it's, returner. It's, uh, um, some, someone, someone in the AFC North. AFC North. Yeah, no, y'all don't have. You don't no, use Gunner not, that much. It's not even Gunner doesn't even return our kicks anymore. The little bitch. It's now Steven Sims, or is as I call that, him, is Steven, it that uh, Stephen Sims. that Ravens guy? 
Duvernay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. who it is. Devin Duvernay. And then the special teamer is Justin Hardy from the New York Jets. Personally, I think it should have been either Matthew Slater just because Matthew Slater's a goat or Miles Killebrew just because why the fuck not? Go Steelers. Where's Matthew um, Slater play now? He's still in New England. Oh, that oh mo- yeah. He, oh, yeah. He's that, like, what, 38? That, that motherfucker. He may be receivers? like, dude, he may be like 45 and we don't know it. <laughs> he's been around for so damn long. Yeah, I think I was looking at the Patriots roster one day, and I was I was talking to William. I'm like, William, who's Matthew Slater? Like, this dude's like 39, and they have him on the special teams report. He's the like, greatest what, special teamer. Like, what, what are you before. doing sending a 40 year old man gunning the ball? Like, what are you? Dude, y'all, he's what are y'all still doing? good at it. <laughs> but, Whatever works, I guess, as long as he gets down there in time. <laughs> Anyways, looking at these. Looking at this roster, I think the biggest snub – like, I'm not joking about this. I definitely think that Corliss Waitman should have been the punter over Tommy Townsend. Well, I don't understand that Let's go ahead all. and pull up these stats. Because, I mean, do Look, Waitman I don't is... need fucking stats. I have the eye <laughs> test. Every primetime game Denver was on, they were punted half the fucking time. Don't – take like, take me back to that fucking Colts game on Thursday night. Dude, Corliss Waitman was on my screen every 10 minutes. All right. All right. And he booted every time. Inside I got it pulled up. All right. So, Corliss Waitman has twice as many punts as Tommy Town. So, ta- so, Tommy has punted the ball 38 times for a 51 average, 15 inside the 20, and a 76 long. All right. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then Waitman has 84 punts with an average of 46, which, I mean, that average is probably – probably skewed a little bit when you have to punt from your own 40 about every game you don't you don't have much room to kick uh his long is a 58 yarder and he has 26 in the 20 see 26 in the 20 though come on yeah but i also see okay just because tommy was more efficient doesn't mean we need to discredit Corliss Waitman. See, that no, motherfucker. You know what? They're, the NFL's racist. That's why. You throw in an African-American <laughs> punter, and they don't want to see him succeed. I mean, that's why they ran out. They ran out Marquette King, and they don't They don't want to see They don't want to see an African-American punter. I, I think the NFL's see, racist. See Ben Skoranek or whatever make the Pro Bowl? I mean. If ben Skoranek. <laughs> if Ben Skoranek would have made the Pro Bowl, then I think all hell would have, you know, turned loose. That that would have been absolutely awful. <laughs> they they like mistake him for Cooper Cup. It was like, all right, it's Karana. We got it. A white guy from from well, the like, from, from the Rams. Got it. Got it. Starts right yeah. down, Ben. Yeah, you, yeah. Just just take a white receiver from the Rams and boom, Pro Bowler. Yeah, You're close enough to Cooper Cup. I understand Tommy a little bit now, but I mean, this core, this dude, he's got to have an ice pack after every game. Like that, that's ridiculous. You know what? How many? How many games have we had so far? Did you know that? Oh, hold on, I'm getting a Geico ad. <laughs> I hear it. <laughs> uh, I, I had to close that tab. That fucking gecko. So, so what week are we in the NFL? How many games have been played overall? Um, so fourteen. Yeah, I think I believe we are in week sixteen, right? Because we'll have three, three more games for each team. Yes. So. So Tommy averages about a two point seven punts per game. Let's let's see what all Corliss is doing out here. That motherfucker has to average like six, exactly six. See, on the dot, six punts see? a game. Are you Dude, kidding? First me? of all, I'm a god. Second, <laughs> that guy deserves to be a Pro Bowl. Shit, dude! After the season he's had this year, make him a Hall of Famer because he's he's put the team on his back. Six punts a game. He's been the most impressive player on that Broncos team. That is outstanding. <laughs> he averages six a game. That means sometimes he goes, you know, a little higher. There are games that's a little lower, but, but what? Like five? Oh, boy. You know, like, God, I, that's that's crazy. You, you know, about. Denver's having a good offensive game when that motherfucker <laughs> only has to go on the field five times. <laughs> Going to put that one in the books for the best Broncos game of the year. That's, that's insane. Like, oh, the offense put up fucking 20 points today, guys. That that oh my god! I didn't. I guess I didn't really think about it like that. Six times a game. I mean, the dude. The dude's got to win something. Give him. Give him a. a you know. We notice your effort award. Better or win team MVP because no one else on that roster deserves it. No one else. That is that. That's incredible. Because I mean, 
we've seen it before. If you have a bad punter, your season's going to go even worse, you know? So, at least this guy's doing something. Right. He's working for his paycheck. Unlike that Bills punter. What, what does he come in like? like what, what was it? He went like an entire game without punting? He comes that in maybe like once comes in maybe like once every two weeks. Like, I don't dude, even know who it is. I, I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> So like that like exactly, dude. If that guy would have made the Pro Bowl, I would have been absolutely pissed. It's still pissing me off that Chiefs guy made it. I Corliss Waitman should be in there. Um, he's more deserving, but you know that. Yeah. Outside of complaining about that, that is all I have. I don't. I don't have anything else. Um, the Forty ers are just as scary as we thought. No matter who, what quarterback's at the helm. Uh, Dude, Brock Purdy. Oh, I'll talk about Brock Purdy real quick. Um, this is all I have to say about him. He's a fucking stud. That's all I got. Brock Purdy's I mean, a stud, and he might take Trey Lance's job. I've seen, I've seen some people try and tear him apart. You know, talking about that sometimes he throws a safer option. Well, yeah, that's that's what you do. When okay, you well, a... he's he's the last overall pick in exactly last year's exactly. NFL he draft, has and no he's taking he's taking this fucking team that you know. With like with him at the helm, should have no business being this fucking good, but they still are. The defense obviously is amazing, and the offense he's somehow elevating it. So, yeah, exactly. You can argue this team got better with Jimmy Garoppolo out, which you know we could have. We didn't have to be genius to guess that Jimmy not not starting was an upgrade. He's he played a little better than normal, but you know whatever. But but Mister Irrelevant coming in and doing this, I mean this this is going to be one of those feel good stories you hear in like ten years. You know, like this is. It's it's crazy because he is fully leading this team, and I wouldn't be surprised if they make it, you know, divisional or even the championship game again. Sure, you know? dude, they can make the Super Bowl, and if Brock Purdy does end up, you know, leading the Four Nights to the Super Bowl and they win, I wonder what that conversation like is in the off season for the Forty ers Like, all right, Brock well, Purdy Jimmy G's going to be gone, right? And it's going to. You have to – the thing is you can't bail on Trey Lance. You traded three first-round picks to trade up for Trey Lance, so you can't just bail on this guy, even if Brock Purdy, like, absolutely crushes it. So what, so what do you do? You open a quarterback competition between Mr. Irrelevant and a guy who you spent three first-round picks on? I think I think it just um, – I think it's just a little bit more pressure on Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is going to have that job no matter what because then again you spent, you know, three – first rounders on this guy and like Brock Purdy hasn't it's not like Brock Purdy's gone in there and is like fucking Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen yeah he's just he's been serviceable and he's winning them games but he hasn't done anything anything like absurd so it's it's you can't because Trey Lance may be like that guy to like do some absurd shit so Mm mm-hmm that's that's why they draft him because of that potential. So I think you got to get, don't give Trey Lance one more shot, and as they should. Um, and if we're going to see just, a Josh Rosen, Josh uh, Rosen push out. Yeah, I'd, that'd be mad funny. That was a, that's a whole <laughs> other situation. That guy, he he just got signed somewhere too. Did he? I haven't seen that. Yeah, Josh Rosen got signed somewhere. I don't know who it was. It was, it was a, like pro, I don't know, probably the fucking Colts. I don't know. Team that needs a quarterback, but yeah, I don't think I don't think he won't get the Josh Rosen treatment. It might. Could it be the Cardinals again with Aaron Ro- or uh, not Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Kyle oh Murray yeah, and then, Colt McCoy. You know, I don't, I don't, I feel like that relationship between those two is so tarnished that that oh, man yeah. would never come back to Arizona. Even if he was the last quarterback in the world, he wouldn't fucking sign it. Which is, I mean, he, I believe they gave up on him a little too early, but. You know, oh, whatever. yeah, 100%. But, you know, like, I, I think Josh Rosen wasn't as talented as, you know. A top everyone, 10 pick. Yeah, like, as everyone initially thought. The thing about Trey Lance, Trey Lance has a lot of talent, and I think he has a way higher ceiling than Josh Rosen ever did in Arizona. So that's why I think Trey Lance is going to get another shot. Probably, you know, two more shots. He just can't get hurt. Like, well, yeah, honestly, I mean, he like, got – Trey Lance got hurt against the Seahawks because they would. They, I mean, we're in the first quarter. I think he's already ran four times, so he gets absolutely blasted by one of our linebackers, and then there, there he is for the season. You can't, you can't run a guy, you know, like ten or twelve times. And now some of these quarterbacks can can take it. You know, Josh Allen's a big dude. Trey Lance, I don't think he's he's that big, is he? He's decent size, but he's not like he's not as big as Josh. Allen. Oh, he's he's six four. He's a lot bigger than I thought. 
I thought yeah, he was like six one, six foot. That's because that's that's the appeal with Trey Lance. Big guy who could run and he uh he could he has a hell of an art. And yeah, but they, they they need to be a little safer with him. Right. I look it'll be interesting to see what happens. But either way, Brock Purdy could end up, you know, getting a starting job somewhere. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's a it's an interesting little little thing over there. Niners always keeping it interesting with all their injuries that they always have. Yeah. yeah, but now they're healthy outside of Debo Samuel, and um, I think they'll get Debo during playoff time. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, Forty ers Definitely, I think definitely the Eagles' biggest competition right now. God, I hate, I hate being a Seahawks fan. I mean, it's always one team or the other that succeeds out of this division. I, I hate it. I hate it, man. I mean, last year I had to watch the Rams and Niners play in the NFC Championship game. I mean, it didn't matter who won. I hated it. So, I mean, it's it's just. Uh, I think we're the only division to have like each team go to the Super Bowl in the past. I think it's what like 10, 15 years. Oh wow. The Cardinals skew that a little bit. Well, if I have to watch, if I have to watch the Bengals and Ravens play in a playoff game, then I might absolutely cry like all day. <laughs> which one? Which one would you prefer to win? I know you hate them both, but I, I the want them Bengals I, a little more. I, I literally can't even answer. I hate them both so much, and I hope they both just like blow up. For me, I I preferred the Rams had won their game just because the Niners. I just I just hate the Niners. You the know, what? Cardinals... I like I like Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like I fuck with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Not not saying that I don't fuck with Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar Jackson too. It just sucks that he's on the Ravens. But I just I don't know. Joe Joe Burrow's got that swag though. Either way, let's just hope we never have to experience that again. Yeah, we never that's... have to watch these divisional teams play against each other. Maybe maybe they just go into like I don't know like fifteen overtimes. Then Roger Dale's like, "You're both gone. Get out of here." <laughs> Yeah, you guys both are done. Put the Steelers in the playoffs. <laughs> that's that's move them up, move them up. <laughs> okay, that is yeah. That's that's all I got. You got. I don't you got have anything, anything else. else either. All right. Nope. Well, before before we end it off, I'll say a quick rest in peace to Steelers legend and Hall of Famer Franco Harris. Um, he passed away this morning, which is very unfortunate because his uh, jersey retirement ceremony. And the uh, 50th anniversary of uh, the Immaculate Reception uh, was going to be held this Saturday against the Raiders. So very unfortunate that Franco Harris passed away. Franco, you're an absolute legend. We love you. He was the embodiment, the embodiment, excuse me, of not only what it meant to be a Pittsburgh Steeler, but what it meant to be a great person um, off the field as well. He was an amazing human being. So rest in peace, Franco. Uh, Steelers, we're gonna they're gonna fucking pull it out for you on Saturday. We're gonna beat the shit out of the Raiders. Fuck the Raiders. My homie said the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr's a bitch, but <laughs> yeah, that that's all I got. Uh, I know I know it's been a while, but look, we're back, baby. And there's there's a lot of fucking games on Saturday, so we'll be sure to cover those after they happen. Uh, we're on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. We'll be back sometime, either you know this week or next week in the episode. I don't know the whole NFL schedule fucked up because of Christmas, but you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, get get drunk, yeah. <laughs>